What's up, everyone? What's up, what's up, what's up? We got, here we got? It's Roswellville. I'm Drizzy. And uh, I'm Turtle, that'd be drizzling. Mm. Oh, yeah. Drizzling what? over some yeah. hot biscuits. You know, they call me Ranch because I got that sauce. 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 With daddy on the end, you're sauce daddy. Yeah. Speaking of daddy... Want to shout out everyone, happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, man. Yes, happy Father's Day to you as well. Thank you. I'd say it to you, but you're a piece of shit and don't have a kid yet. Yeah, I did. I did. That <laughs> well, we know of. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> there might be one out there somewhere. <laughs> so, anyways, we're back at it. This is uh, Chapter 2, Episode 2 of the Turtles Red Room. Mm, love Red Room. Man, I'm telling you what. What do, what do you think about last last episode? I thought it was great. I thought it was smooth. I uh, Smooth like baby butter? Smooth like baby butter. We all get along. Feel like that's half the battle. How and how long do we get along? Pretty damn long. Like like right. Mamba long. Oh okay. Probably like fifty four <laughs> minutes long. Fifty four yeah. minutes long. <laughs> However long this is a being. At fifty nine minutes, it gets a little shaky. So you know we yeah. try to. I got you. I got you. I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you what we so Turtles Red Room came back kicking in the door. Uh, shout out to Herschel Harrison's. Uh, yeah, dude, thank you guys for reaching out. Yeah, um, definitely, uh, definitely made some waves with that one a little oh, bit. Oh yeah, and uh, you know, but we got to keep it rolling. So uh, it's part two for the sponsorship today, for sure. Uh, we got a new one. Um, thank you, thank you, uh, Silver Sam's, for Sam. hitting us up and uh, asking to sponsor our podcast. You know. Heck yeah, we love you, Silver Sam. Yeah, and honestly, like these gold mics don't pay for themselves. No, nah, I mean, I was just admiring them before we started the podcast. I think it's great. I mean, gold is gold. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man, you know. And I feel like to be the best, you got to have the best. And to feel the best, you got to be the best. Can't put a price on feeling good. No, I mean, you can, I guess. <laughs> for Gu- sure. Gucci how definitely how tried. I mean, I don't know. I could get some Walmart going and feeling great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I guess it depends on your taste, you know? For sure. You know, different different strokes for different folks. They have stepped oh, yeah. up their game with, like, T-shirts at Walmart. Oh, for sure. Compared to, like, when we went to, like, school, like, oh, that's a Walmart shirt. Now oh. it's like, oh, you can't even tell. Man, well, they got them cool-ass graphic uh, Marvel tees and everything else nowadays. Stepped it up. It's kind of like, uh, like if you went to, like, uh, Journeys in the mall, you know, you'd see a T-shirt, like, oh, you know? Yeah. But but now it's now it's Walmart, man. You don't feel too bad spending twelve bucks for a normal T shirt. No, because I feel like they got all their right trademarks. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And um, and they're doing it right too. If you think about it, like just the way how everything looks. Yeah. They get they got with the times, you know. Yeah. Drake don't know anything about that. I don't know about that. I don't shop at Walmart. <laughs> I've, been, I've been wearing the same like seven shirts for the past three years. It's <laughs> all right. I don't. I, I don't update my wardrobe very often. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, all of it. I got my clothes at the swap meet, you know? <laughs> I just uh, go through Goodwill's dumpsters. and All of his stuff's from Buckle, bro. <laughs> <Don't> like, why? <laughs> got the Ryan Stones on the ass cheeks. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. Uh, no. Oh, man. Speaking of those jeans, I don't know if I can ever rock a pair. You don't think you can? Oh, I, I don't do the all blinged out. I, I do the... Uh, oh, the blinged out cross on the... <laughs> no, it's a salvage or... Rock revival. Is that what it's called? I think the kind I get is different. I don't know. I don't know. I just work here, man. Yeah. It's kind of got that, like, I'm 45 and my band never made it kind of vibe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I know someone on Facebook who should be wearing those. Oh. <sighs> Anyways, let's move on from that <laughs> one. <laughs> I, was, I, I started posting content for the first time in two years. And boy, this this old this old fool got me. He got me good. So I oh, got some haters out there. No, I just uh, I just let a dude drag me into my good old trolling days, uh, and it uh, it, it got me. Man. I literally I think I lasted maybe four seconds in that conversation. <laughs> <And> I was, <laughs> You're like, I'm not doing this again. What? Fuck, man. No, Facebook put me in timeout. They saw what I was typing. They said, you know, you got to go sit sit in the corner. So I was like, damn it. This guy's being a bully. Yeah. We're going to ban him for three days. I, man, I didn't even say anything bad, too. They just don't want to see me win. No. No. But that's all right. I, st- I still got all the content up before that happened. I just wasn't able to share it a bunch <laughs> after it happened. So it kind of hindered it a little bit. But, uh, you know, baby steps, you know? Baby steps. So Rome wasn't built in a day, as they would say. 
But the earth was, the galaxy was built in seven days? The world? Seven days. The world? Is it the world? I have no idea. Do you know? Yeah, seven days. The world or? The seventh day, Turtle's Red Room became the one. And only. Hey, uh, producers, can you do it? You know what I mean? We should hire some producers. (laughs) Oh, we don't have none? No, man. Oh, I thought we did. What the fuck are we doing? Who edits these, dude? What? Who edits these? I don't know. They just, I record and then they're good to go on my wow. shit after I'm done. Yeah. That's weird. We should look into that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe episode three we'll have a producer. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe, do you think we get TK to like sit in the corner with some sunglasses and a ball cap and a black hoodie on and not say nothing? Oh, yeah. Just just be really weird and awkward in the corner. I got my homie Pumpkin that would do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we need, we need an intern to go run and get his stuff. Wait, you're going to brush over the fact that he has a homie called Pumpkin? <laughs> no, dude. 100%, you, dude. You go by Turtle. There's, there's, I mean, yeah, but... People got weird names, I, I guess. I guess I'm friends I, with a lot of characters, man. <laughs> 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 the fact that you just said so casually, my homie Pumpkin... <laughs> I know this pumpernickel. I used to know this chick. Her name was Lockjaw. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, she was a uh, you know because she stepped in horse shit. Did, did she get tetanus? Yeah, she sucked a lot of dick. <laughs> <laughs> she actually gave herself the nickname. Oh, I guess <laughs> I I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want that someone with that nickname. You know, coming around. <laughs> if you think about it, we got pumpkin. We got Lockjaw. We got a. Uh, Little breezy. No, it'd be like, yo, who gave you brain last night? Some chick named Lockjaw. Like, what? Are you <laughs> those okay? Two those two don't go together. <laughs> she locked the job, did she? <laughs> you ever you ever watch Miss Marge? No, what's that? Where this dude, like, uh, he goes in a coma and he wakes up 10 years later and the girl next door that he was dating and supposed to lose his virginity to was act, is actually a play. Play girl, Playboy model. What? Yeah, so one of his best friends is dating a chick and she has epilepsy. Well, he decides to hook her up with a stripper pole and everything. And uh, so she starts stripping and whatnot for him in the movie. And then and then she tries to get all sensual and walks up to him. She's like, you like this, daddy? And he's like, oh, yeah. So then she goes down on him. And then all of a sudden he realizes, hey, I installed strobe lights. Well, she has oh, epilepsy. Yeah. <laughs> so he ends up. This is a movie, so it's not real. For sure. But he ends up just grabbing grabbing the nearest thing because he can't get her off. And just starts stabbing her in the face with a fork. That's what I imagine a chick named Logjaw would be like. <laughs> Don't put a strobe light on. Absolutely not. That that movie, you've never seen that movie. No, I got to watch it now. That movie is the craziest fucking movie I have ever seen in my life. Like, Any like notable actors in it? I don't. Uh, Fuck. Yeah, the dude who plays Horstick.mpeg, I don't remember his name, but like he was in uh he was in This Is the End, um, you know, with all them famous actors oh, yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um shit. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that I, it's been a like it's been years. Like I was in high school whenever I saw this movie. What was it called again? Miss March. Miss March. Never heard of it. I'll you, t- put that in the uh Spank bank. You, you definitely, you definitely need to watch it. It's not something that you could definitely spank bank to. <laughs> he starts out the movie waking up, and you said Playboy, and I just got lost. You know. Well, after after like that incident happens, he wakes up in the hospital, and he hasn't moved for like thirteen years. So like he's been in a coma for thirteen years, and he tries to stand up, and all of a sudden he just shits everywhere, just explosive. <gasps> Dude, all your muscles just atrophy. Well, they said they they're like, there's shit. Like it literally just starts spraying everywhere. <sighs> and the doctor comes in, he's like, you shit a lot. There's a lot of shit, a shit ton of shit. And then he just keeps on going on. And the dude's like, all right, I get it. And like he just keeps on just, you know, punning it up. Yeah. And um, the dude's like, yeah, you must have uh, overexerted your muscles <laughs> on that one trying to stand up. When was the movie released? <laughs> It was, yeah. fuck man. It was it was uh before 2010, uh. so it was it was a while ago. But it's definitely a noteworthy movie. I'll check it out this weekend. <laughs> I don't even know how we got on this subject. Oh, lockjaw, lockjaw, <laughs> good old lockjaw, man. Oh, man. We're we're, we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're not good on staying on topic. Oh, I love it. Uh, so uh, we had a little game going on. Um, All right. 
planned out. Do you guys want to try that to begin with? I'm down. Whatever, I'm, I'm in the I'm in the game mood. You're in the game mode. Yes, the mode. Yes. All right. So here's what we're gonna do. I have a list of fuck. I have a list of ten actors. All right. Okay. okay. I'm gonna Google them. You're gonna write down who the actor is, and when I show you the photo. All right. All right. Okay. And if you I get watch it right, TMZ a lot. Do you? I feel like I could do good at this. I grew up with the movies. They call me Hollywood Roswell. All right. So, speaking of which, why why I pull up the actors? Go ahead and start naming off your top ten favorite actors. Uh, Polly Shore. Who? Polly Shore. Who's that? Come on, dude. You're messing with me. No, I don't know who that is either. The Weasel. No. Son-in-law. No. Encino Man? No. <laughs> Come on, you've never seen Encino Man? No, I've, I've never seen Encino. Nah, you I've guys never. are trolling me right no, now. No, I've never I heard of those know. movies, bro. Like, I'm being 100% serious. Biodome? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea who you're talking about. He's right wheezing the juice. Cool, buddy. I literally have no idea who you're talking about. Oh, dude. my gosh, dude. I don't know if I can do Turtles Red Room anymore. <laughs> he said, I got to quit. What, uh, go ahead and name some more. Morgan Freeman. He's up there. Ryan Reynolds. Betty White, for sure. Betty uh, White. Oh, yeah, she is an actor. Charlie, Charlie Sheen. Oh, really? I don't, <laughs> he's he don't, he Young don't Guns? Count. That's a great movie. He was in Young Guns? Yeah. Really? You know who his brother is? No. The Mighty Duck Man. Emilio Estevez. Who? Come on. You know who Emilio Estevez is. No, I don't. The Mighty Ducks, the coach, Coach Bombay? No. Come on. Now you're trolling. See? I really, I've never seen. You don't seen. know who Pauly Shore is. Now you don't even know who the Mighty Duck Man is? No, I don't. Oh, my gosh. This is crazy. I well, feel like I'm like in a, like a punk series right well, now. Well, how old are you? 30. Okay, yeah, see, so you're about the same bit. age. Well, how old are you, Jersey? I'm 20. You're only 20? I'm 20. What? Yeah. I was going to bring you a beer. <laughs> well, <laughs> you have to wait a few months. And wait, you're 29, right, Turtle? Yeah, I'm 29. Okay. Well, come on. Well, I guess on. you are. You it's funny because you seem so much older than me. Not, not in a bad way. No, but for like sure. in a mature way, you know. Wait, you saying I'm immature? They want yeah. to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. Damn. I bet it's if I shaved the beard, I'd look like Drizzy. I'd I get that 22, maybe. You're going to, why don't you shave your building? I don't know. You can't I, shave that. I know, right? I like it for the music. That way when I'm on stage, I can put my beard in my mouth and people are like, who the f- You don't, you don't, you don't, but you have a, you have a mask now that you wear. Ooh, yeah. So what about that? It gets tricky sometimes. Speaking of which, why I'm getting this ready, do you want to go ahead and uh, start plugging your guys' merch? Yes, we just had our first official merch drop today, lucidparadox.com. That's www.lucidparadox.com, Lucid Paradox. Awesome t-shirts, man. Uh, Great quality, even better price. Buy, support, we're locals. If you're in the Kansas City area especially, we're up and coming. Lucid Paradox. So I mean, uh, who designed those? Who designed those shirts? Um, we actually reached out to a few different people. Uh, a couple of them we found on Instagram. One of the guys that designed our cross T-shirt, it's got like all of our uh, faces on it. Awesome. He actually did designs for Slipknot. So um, we reached out to him and then just a few other artists and just kind of like our own uh, mental ideas and give it to an artistic person to bring it to life and. Cause let's be let's be honest. Like when I saw those, I, I was like I thought of acid, like tripping off of acid, looking at those photos, dude. Especially that all over print one. Yeah, yeah. Well, and like some of those photos are a little bit like a, I don't know, like kind of like on the dark side too. A little bit they look like. Yeah, that's what this one lady said. That she was kind of mad at the band. She was like, "I really like you guys, but you're just kind of dark and." It's like, you know, sometimes you can't help what space you're in. You know, we just kind of make the music that fits yeah. at the moment. I mean, we'll make a club song if, you know, we're feeling in the club mood. But Yeah. But th- that's that's the thing, though, is like people got, people got mad at Eminem. 
mm-hmm. whenever uh, he he changed, and uh, you know, like what was it? What was that? Uh, what was, was that album? Or revival? Yeah, where he made Walk on Water and everybody. Yeah, everyone shit all over and him. And honestly, that because uh, he had that song with Ed Sheeran on that album. Yeah. Uh, what was it? A uh, river. River. Yes. That's not the album where he like raps all funny, is it? No, that was Kamikaze, I think. Or or Relapse, wasn't it? Are you talking about way back in the day, like the accents? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no, that's that's way before that. So uh, Revival came out, what, like 2012? No, way, way I thought that was like Way later, 2015. Three or four years ago. But yeah, like everyone hated on him for that. But uh, River with Ed Sheeran, like that, that song is so smooth and so well put together. I don't... I don't know how you cannot like that. You know what I mean? No, for sure. And it, Ed Sheeran, I mean, that's another great artist. Ed Sheeran, Ed Sheeran is probably one of the most inspirational artists out there because uh, whenever he started, um, he uh, what was it? He went to this like uh, musician school for like gift music, musically gifted or artistically gifted uh, students. You know? Okay. And uh, what happened was he went there and. Uh, so you got to try different instruments, sing, dance in front of a whole panel, like each time, right? And then they rate you on what you're good at and then push you in that direction. Well, they said he'd never be a singer. They said that he would never dance. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. Yeah. Just but, shutting him down. That's yeah. pretty harsh, dude. To but, go to a music school and then be told you're not good enough for it? But then he turns around and he is literally the biggest artist out there. Like, honestly, like, if I could ever sit down with a dude... uh. That's not hip hop. It'd have to be Ed Sheeran. And he's so talented. A lot of people probably don't know this, but him and Yellow Wolf actually have a whole project together. Yeah. Really? really? Yeah, that's he, nuts, man. He, uh, uh, he, he writes a lot of stuff, not just for himself. Um, so it's, it's kind of like NF. NF, is, uh, NF lives in Nashville, and he, he writes constantly, and it's not all for himself. Another talented artist. Uh, NF is probably one of the... Is is probably going to be one of the greatest hip hop artists of our time. I think. I don't feel like he gets enough due as it is right now, and he gets a lot of due. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and play this game real quick. Right, what do you guys do think? I'm pumped. All right. So number one, first guy. You got a good look. Come on. Oh, I think I know. I think I know. Come on. Telling you, I watch TMZ all the time, baby. You ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Okay, sweet. You oh, guys got, got, it. It. got it. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> all right. Second. Oh, come on, dude. Oh. You guys gonna kill it or what? We're not oh. the hard ones, dude. I'm beating Drizzy. I'm killing <laughs> it. I don't know how to spell his last name, but I tried. No, they count. Just, just think of the duck. Let me see it. Affleck. You got it right. Okay, here we go. Oh, another. Come on. You're stepping it up now. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. This, this is, is when Roswell takes the lead. <laughs> this is the one. God. I don't even Better. know. I didn't even know who. Like I don't even know who this guy is. Oh come on! I've literally like I've you heard his name. Don't even know who Pauly Shore is. Yeah, I, I know. I know this is honestly. Him, I, I, I have to write something. I so. thought that like whenever you say Pauly Shore, I thought of Jersey Shore. Like that's the, oh. <laughs> that was the first thing that comes I, to I've mind. I've heard the name, but I've, I've never. I'm crying after this podcast. Either. Are you? Yeah, because I mean he's like one of my idols. Are you serious? I love Pauly Shore. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Pauly. <laughs> Marry me. <laughs> All right, let's see what you got. Correct. I, I know I'm wrong. wrong. <laughs> he said Alex Jones. I, I know I'm wrong. I just had to, I had to put something. It's Kevin Spacey, people. <laughs> it's Kevin. Oh, the first one was Matt Damon, by the way. And second yeah. one, Ben, ben Affleck. Affleck. Yep. I guess I should be saying these as we go through. You're good. All I got right. you. Third guy. Oh, come on, dude. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling myself right now. I got this old guy. Let me know. All right, you ready? Yep. Yep. What, do you, what do you got? Clint Eastwood. Yep. Yep. Correct. All right. Second guy, or not second guy, but next guy. 
Oh, come on, man. Do you know who that is, Drake? Yeah. You do? Yeah. How would I not know who that is, dude? All right, let me see. Brad Pitt, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would never be able to pick him up out of the lineup, dude. Are you uh, serious? What? Yeah. I'm feeling myself. Come on. Right now. Dude, you're going to beat me by one. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Because I forgot who Kevin Spacey was. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yep. Go for it. Tom Hank. Yep. Tom Hanks. Mm. All right. Softball. Oh, okay. A uh, horn. Uh, oh, I got it now. Did you ever have to think about this one? No, I just couldn't think of his name for a minute. You ready? Yep. Okay. Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. That's correct. So the next one. Oh my gosh. Hold on, hold on. Uh oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, it's at the tip of my tongue. Come on. I, this if this is who I think it is, I could come back. Hold on, hold on. Oh I just got it, I just got it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that almost messed I, me I up. I could for be a wrong in this one. I don't know. I don't know. It could be either. I had to dig right. deep for a minute. What do you got? Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Fuck! Yes! Hugh Jackman! God damn it! <laughs> Who the Water. fuck you're at? Tommy Hammer. It's because he didn't have his, uh, his beard. <laughs> he should have showed a Wolverine. Who the fuck, fuck is Army Hammer, bitch, bro? Dude. He's just another celebrity. It doesn't matter. It's not him. God. Let's go! Bitch, what dude. the fuck? He's, 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 another, he's another actor. He doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who that is, by the way. I don't. It, 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 I don't know. It just looked like him to me. I'm going to Google him and I'll put it right here. I'm going to look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's going to look nothing like him. <laughs> the Wolverine. <laughs> Damn, dude. If, if he would have had his beard, I would have got that. I'm dying. All right, here's the last one. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now I'm drawing a brain. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter now. Just oh, try it. Let's see if you can't fail. Oh my god. He said army. <laughs> Tris, I'm so sorry. Did you say arm and hammer? <laughs> Boom. All right. What's up? Tom Cruise? Yeah. Tom Cruise. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the winner of the first and only. Whose celebrity is this champion of the world, Roswellville? Give it up for me. Thank you, thank you. I was a flawless victory. I mean, you Man. did miss one. No, I didn't. Did you didn't miss one? No, I got them all right. Damn, you're good. I told you I watched TMZ. <laughs> <laughs> so, Man. so I lost by two. <laughs> yes. Damn it. <laughs> the fuck so is Army Hammer? So close. <laughs> I just keep thinking of Arm and Hammer. I want to go clean. Just go look him up after this. I keep on thinking of Kevin Gates, Gates Arm and Hammer now. <laughs> oh my god! That's funny. I just what's going through your mind right now? I'm just a failure. Who <laughs> <laughs> <Disgrace>. are? <laughs> I mean, I understand getting uh, Kevin Spacey wrong. Who'd you write down for Kevin Spacey? Alex Jones. I, I, I just threw it away. I, I mean, I did. I wasn't gonna get it. Oh wow, that's great. Um, I mean, if you think that he's bad, you should try me at that game. I'm pretty bad, dude. I'm I'm pretty bad. I already know. Paul I, at Shore. least I put up a fight. I will say that he there, did put up a fight. That, that's that's all that matters, man. You gave it the good old college try, Army Hammer. So, anyways, <laughs> so. Uh, as being winner of the competition. There you go. Thank you, crowd. Thank you. Um, you, my friend, get that nice little blue present right next oh, to you. Man. Shout out to the wrapping paper, by the way. You know, it was done well. Uh, I actually asked my wife to wrap it because I suck at wrapping. So I was like, hey, <laughs> can you do I, me a favor? Something was up, I figured. Yeah. So I, should I open it? Yeah, you could open it now. I can't wait to see what's in here, man. This is this like that? What? What's that? A ASM? Where that? ASMR. Yeah. yeah. 
Loner offload his boner? What? Open what is it. it. What is it? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Folks, I'm getting a little nervous here. <laughs> oh, now I'm glad I didn't win. <laughs> I should have watched TMZ. Shout out to Army Hammer. Oh. <laughs> You're the real one. Here we go. <laughs> oh, fuck. No. Hey, what? What? Dude. It's literally a dog with a pocket pussy on it. What where the did you, fuck? Where did you get that from, dude? My wife does Amazon commercials, so she had to do one for that. What oh you have to do for the commercial? <laughs> So I don't know if the cameras can see. You can actually. You want to you want to line it up close to the camera if you, you want. Go to that one. You can actually like hide it, and then it's <laughs> peekaboo. Hide it. Well, peekaboo. We know what Roswell is doing tonight. Oh my gosh! Uh, is it bad? I want to put my finger in. <laughs> Dude, that's what it's designed for. Oh my god, this is awesome. <laughs> I, think, I get to keep it. Yeah, that'd be that'd be great. Like white white uh, white elephant is that? No, that's what that's what yeah the white elephant gift. Yeah, I mean who wouldn't want to get the dog you can find? <laughs> can you imagine walking in? Just, your, dog, your dog's going to town, and you have a friend walk in. Wait, wait, are you married? <clears throat> are you married? I'm gonna be married. Just don't say anything and put that in your room. <laughs> she I'm, comes in. I'm especially could you could button it and hide it. <laughs> Gotta make sure my daughter doesn't find it. <laughs> what Daddy, the what's hell this? Is this? That is fucking hilarious. See, look, you guys. You, you just think it's an innocent dog. And the next thing, I mean. It's like kind of promoting bestiality. Oh my! Oh my well, God! No, but isn't it? It's for dogs. It's though, for a dog. And it's got suction cups on it, people. You put it to the wall. You can fuck it in the shower. And it's it's literally. It's, I think it comes with batteries and whatnot. Like so, the dog barks and whatnot. Dude, that is great. Oh it can give you feedback. Roof, roof. Little harder. They actually, there's oh actually people gosh. who buy that for their dogs, bro. There, Ooh, dude. There's people that actually buy that stuff for their dogs. This is fucking, this is the greatest <laughs> gift ever, dude. Yeah. Like, what I, psychopath invented that? I don't know, but the fact that Roswell enjoys oh, hey, this. Wait, wait, where are you going? You got to put that up here on the table and display, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. What? Oh, uh, my cheeks hurt, guys. <laughs> this is awesome. I like was a little nervous at first, but now I'm kind of like, <laughs> I can get behind this, <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally. Uh, I mean, come on, tell me at the Christmas party. That's not the greatest white elephant. No, every every everyone's standing around, and one of your one of your siblings that you do not like opens that up. <laughs> oh, that's great. You know what I'm saying? They w they would not know what to say. But at first, they they wouldn't suspect <clears throat> anything until they find the hatch. <laughs> well, well, I left the hatch open on purpose, so <laughs> that's the first thing that you saw. It's okay. It's a good boy. <laughs> that's freaking great, man. <laughs> a successful game. Very successful. You know, I feel like there's I've, a gnat in here. Yeah, there's a gnat. Man, you bastard. <laughs> Ooh, did you see that? Did you get Ooh, it? I got it. No, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm just shocked they even make something like that, dude. Well, the people buy it for the dogs. So is it kind of like the? I I don't get it. Like it's it's. I guess it's for like people. People think that their dogs like if they over hump shit. You know what I mean? Or if they're too aggressive on the other dogs. Yeah, oh. but but the issue is is like. Most of the time, like, even my female dog humps other dogs. Yeah. My, my female dog, Aquila, she'll hump the cat. Like, she don't give a fuck. Bro. For sure. So. But imagine being the dog owner and they have to clean it up. Uh, oh. But 
You, you do know there's like some people that are like literally that crazy about their animals that they would. Like oh, they, for sure. They'd be like, good, good boy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, you have a good time. Yeah. Film it, put it on Instagram. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Daddy's turn next. <laughs> <laughs> I guess let's, let's use this opportunity oh, as a segue into our commercial break. Oh, great. So, <laughs> I, I think we need a moment to recover from yeah, that. Let's yeah, do it. We got to pay bills. So let's take a moment, pause for the cause, and uh, let's see you back in a short 30 seconds, 50 seconds. Howdy, I'm Silver Sam from Silver Sam's Sexy Snake Skin Boot Emporium. I done got so many boots, I'm slashing prices across the board. Come on down and get yourself a pair of Vixen Viper boots. Or be the talk of the town, bouncing around in our new burlesque boomslang skin boots. We have anything and everything, from kinky cobra crocs to purple python penny lickers. Listen up, folks, this here's a limited time offer. Come within the next two weeks and get yourself two pairs of Silver Sam Sexy Snake Skin boots for half the price. That's 50% more boots, 50% off, and 100% certified sexy. Once again, that's Silver Sam Sexy Snake Skin Boot Emporium. Come on down and say howdy. So, shout out to Silver Sam. Say howdy. Come on down. Sam. Spoke to the guy on the phone. Good guy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you ever need it? Yeah, right. <laughs> you, if, if you're ever in need for some boots, come on down to Silver Sam Sexy Snake Skin Boot Emporium. He'll get you measured right up. <laughs> and right down. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, let's go on to the next segment. Uh, let's get a little bit more serious here, and uh, let's talk about uh, talk about some hauntings that we have. Ooh, we have right. homework. All right, so I think mine's gonna be, <clears throat> I think mine's gonna be the shortest. So I'll go first. Minimum so effort, but okay. <laughs> well, listen, listen, listen. The procrastinator in the group. <laughs> to be I fair. feel left out. You guys brought notepads. <laughs> You guys actually did your homework. <laughs> well, we do this shit for real. Ain't that right? <laughs> so, uh, you know, go ahead, I guess. What, right, what, what do you so, got for okay, us? Okay, so originally you assigned me black-eyed children. Um, I looked at that. There wasn't really any, <laughs> like, quote-unquote, real-life stories about it. It was more of just kind of a creepypasta, like Slenderman or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So, uh... I thought, since you guys were talking about the Conjuring last week, mm. do the real-life Annabelle doll. Do, do you guys know anything about that? No. Vaguely. Okay, so the story goes, uh, this young woman was gifted this doll by her grandmother, and shortly after, she uh, took it back to her apartment or wherever she uh, was staying. I think she was a student. Um uh, her and her roommate started noticing that the doll would, like, move around. Like, they would come back and be in a different room or something. So, uh, eventually, she reached out to, like, a psychic medium or something. Uh, they held a seance, and the medium came to the conclusion that the doll was possessed by a seven-year-old girl named Annabelle. Ugh. And the real-life doll looks nothing like the one in the movie. It's actually just, like, a Raggedy Ann doll. And, uh... <clears throat> Like a big anyway. plush looking one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, what was it? What was it? Annabelle. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Okay, so they eventually got in touch with the the real life couple that The Conjuring is based off of, the Warrens. Mm -hmm. Ed and Lorraine. Right? Yep. And uh, they, they came out and they determined that it wasn't a, it wasn't a seven-year-old doll. It was actually a demon possessing the doll. So they Ooh. took the doll... And as they're transporting it to wherever they were taking it, they reportedly had car troubles. So much so that they had to douse the doll in holy water for the car troubles to stop. Jeez. So, yeah, that was pretty crazy. And, uh. Well, correct I, me if I'm wrong, but in the movie, they played it out to like. Because the, the, the lady, the medium, was like, oh, it's a seven-year-old girl mm -hmm. named Annabelle. So they're like, oh, well, well, that's fine. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they kind of downplayed yeah, I think there it. Were, which, I think there was a minute where they just, like, sat on it for a while. Which almost gave the demon more power. Right, right. And uh, I think there was actually another, like, supposed story of the roommate's boyfriend being attacked by the doll and actually got, got scratched the shit out of and like, Jesus. Like, his chest was bleeding. Um, but again, this is all just, you know... Hearsay. A story. 
Well, uh, but but yeah, now nowadays the doll resides at the Warrens Museum in Connecticut, uh, in this glass case with a prayer inscribed on the outside, supposedly to uh, contain the evil. Would wow. would you ever yeah. visit that place? Sure, why not? Would, I definitely would. I would not. If you do, you got to stay away from the studio for at least a solid two months. I did the the Zach Baggins Honda Museum in Vegas. Yeah, and he's got like a, a collection of. You talk about the ghost hunters, dude. Yeah, he's got a collection of items as well. And one of the rooms, it's called like the Dimmit Box. I'm probably butchering the, the, the Dimmit. It's the Dimmit Box. It's yeah, like, it's like a, it's a Jewish. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's a Jewish. Uh, uh, like, like the a Jewish Holocaust. Curse. Yeah. It, so okay. so you ever you, you know you know about the Dimmit Boxes, right? Like they they seal them, and the second that you open it. Is, is it? No, supposedly there's a, a demon inside it. So, Correct. So in the room, it had its own glass case, and when you walked into the room in the museum, it had a Latin prayer that was like constantly going. Uh, I mean, it was super trippy. Maybe I'm maybe I'm confusing it. I don't know. I listen to a, I don't know. I listen to a lot of weird stuff, and sometimes that comes up. I could be confusing it with another one, but uh, but anyway, yeah, that's that's the story of the real life Annabelle doll. Um, a lot of people just think the Warrens are full of shit, you know. Yeah. They're not as cool as their, you know, movie counterparts, but. Well. Yeah. That's what I was able to find on it. Let me go next real quick. Yeah, you're good. Um, So I chose, I chose, you know, the most infamous house in uh, Kansas, uh, the Sally House. Um, it was built in the mid-1800s. Okay. Which Atchison, Kansas came about in the mid-1800s. So I got, I got a list of notes here. So, um. <laughs> Located in Atchison, Kansas in the mid-1800s, it is considered the most haunted house in Kansas and believed to be haunted by a little girl named Sally. Um, Sally actually died in the house during a surgery uh, that was correcting her appendicitis. What year? Uh, it was like 1904, 1905. Did it say how old Sally was? No. They didn't, it didn't say how old. Well, let me get to that because it, it gets weirder. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. So uh, the house still stands vacant. So you could you could actually schedule to go visit and spend the night too if you want. In Atchison, Kansas. Yes, yeah, yeah, Sally House. Um, it, you can l- literally Google it and uh, make reservations and whatnot. Ooh, all right. So, but if you do, uh, a lot of people experience pictures moving, floating objects, disembodied voices, apparitions, toys being thrown around in one of the bedrooms, doors opening and closing, locking and unlocking randomly, uh, along with physical harm like burns and marks and scratch, burns marks scratches and everything. Oh wow. So, to the origin of the actual story of how, how Sal, that Sally House became Sally, right? So, right. one dark night in 1905, a young girl named Sally was brought to this house with her appendix on the verge of bursting. Dr. Charles Finney, the resident of this house, diagnosed the issue and got to work prepping her for surgery. In his haste, he gave Sally the wrong amount of anesthetic. So, unfortunately, she awoke during the operation. Mm. And uh, she believed that the doctor was torturing her on purpose. So she basically just she screamed cursing his name, and she died shortly after on that operation table. Got, like, the blood pumping too much. And yeah. So. Okay. It's terrible. So that's, that's how everything, that's, that's the beginning of it, right? right? And some people actually believe that Sally's, Sally's the little girl who does it, like, who haunts that house, and others are not quite so sure. Um, so that was in early 1905, right? Really, there, were, there wasn't really any large paranormal activity from 1905 to 1990. There's been, like, you know, some spiffs and spas about it, but nothing, nothing. Nothing major. Correct. In the 1990s, it actually came into fruition and, like, you know, in, into the nation's eye. Whenever a couple, whenever a couple Deborah and uh, Tony Pickman, moved into the house. Mm-hmm. So Deborah and Tony Pickman uh, moved in the house, and six months after they moved in, they had a they had, they had a kid. Okay, so for the, about the first year, things were all right. You know, it like some weird stuff happening, lights flickering off and on, and uh, you know, appliances turning off and on. So they figured it bad wiring. Like that's the first thing you think of when right. anything weird happens. Yeah. So um, they fell in love with the place, anyways. Um, the place was almost perfect, except for down in the basement. Down in the basement, it's unfinished. There's a big old black hole that's large enough for one person to try to crawl through if they really wanted to. 
and it just leads to a dark and damp place, but it's it it leaves you with an oppressing feeling. So oh, it's just like gosh. a hole straight into the ground, or what? It's it's into the in, into the side of the wall. Oh, okay. And it oh, God. and you can you could crawl back there. Okay. So it you know so he he's like it's it's all right. I'll just keep the door shut and we'll we'll call it good. Okay. Well, you know every it was about a year, and uh, and occurrences really didn't start happening. Um, the only the only like telltale sign was their dog. They said that their dog would stand in front of the nursery and he'd bark constantly, but he would never enter that room. Now I don't know about you, but if my dogs did that, I I know it's time to go. People say it's pets are go. like got that you know well like spirit vision. Well, I don't get how like you see something and then you like something weird, and then you think, yeah, it's all right. Like I'll I'll skip by it. You A know lot of I mean? downplaying. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if. If if it fucking if it looks like a duck, it quacks like a duck. It's probably a duck. <laughs> <laughs> or or a moose with really good acting skills. But besides that, I would never like if there was any telltale sign. I'm out, dude. Especially if you know your dogs and they're just standing barking at something. Like, it's pretty Correct. creepy. Well, it's in your nursery too, where your kid sleeps. <sighs> so let's let's actually bump to that, right? So the kid, uh, there was no no major. Nothing, nothing, you know, flamboyant happening at all. Um, what when weird stuff, when weird stuff really started happening, it was uh, one night his uh, his kid kept waking up on the hour every hour, and finally he he got up. Uh, it was his turn. Deborah was still sleeping, so Tony Tony went and took her took care of his kid. Um, but it was weird because every time his kid woke up, he'd be laughing, not crying. Uh, you know okay. what I'm saying. Yeah. So he took care of his kid, put him back to sleep, and uh, as he walked out of the walked out of the nursery, he looked into his bedroom, saw the door cracked, and saw his wife sleeping. So he decided, you know, before he disturbs her, he go get down, go downstairs, and get a glass of juice. So he goes downstairs and gets a glass of juice, and um, as he's pouring his juice, um, you know, he he feels a cold draft come across him, and he's thinking about how he needs to get the house prepped for winter, um, you know. And as he looks up, he uh, he drops the glass. Glass shatters, juice everywhere. He doesn't care. He's looking right at a chick, a, a little girl. Um, tours all ta- clothes all tattered, um, eyes bloodshot, mouth agape, and eyes wide open. She does not like break eye contact with him at all, and he doesn't feel scared. He doesn't feel anything. Next thing he knows, he feels his legs moving, and he's walking towards her. What? And as he as he walks up to her, she vanishes, and he keeps walking, and he's not controlling his legs. This is this is his story. He's not controlling his legs, and as he walks by, he feels he feels a burning sensation going across the lower of his back. That's important. Remember that. Okay. So as he walks through the threshold of the kitchen, he should be in the living room, but he realizes he's upstairs on the top of the stairs. And as he's, so he turns, starts walking to his bedroom, and he feels something sharp in his hand. One of the jagged pieces of glass that fell on the ground. Right? Oh, God. So as he's walking to his bedroom, where his wife's sleeping, he gets to the door, cracks it open, and he's getting ready to start walking in when he hears his wife scream. Drops the glass shard, glass just shatters on his, by his feet. And uh, he, reali- he snaps out of it, and he realizes his wife's not there. So he starts looking around, and then uh, he realizes that his wife's standing in front of the nursery. Inside the nursery, uh, he runs over, and he sees that all the stuffed animals just all around in a circle, all the, all the stuffed animals facing their back, like their backs to each other, just in a straight circle. She asks, did you do this? He shakes his head no. And then uh, he, starts, he starts feeling that animosity towards her again. You know, the woman that he loves... Yeah. You door to death dearly, and you want to kill her. It's his wife. Yeah. So he finally just he he asked himself like, why am I feeling this way? Like this is this is the person I love. So he snaps out of it again one more time, and he said, we got to go. And she said, okay. So she rushes in to grab his kid, and um, as as she does that, he turns, starts walking towards the stairs, and he gets shoved, and he falls over the balcony. Oh, jeez. Oh. He grabs the ledge, luckily, and Deborah flipping out. So he's like out. dangling from the balcony. Yeah. So Deborah flipping out, grabs the kid, rushes down, and helps him down, and they run out the house. 
they did not stop running until they get to the car. So once they get to the car, once they get to the car, he's complaining about his lower back hurting. So she makes him, she finally makes him lift up the back of his shirt. There's just blood and three scratch marks going down his back. So that, that, that story garnished a lot of attention. What's weird though, is that to live in that house for two more years. What? After two that, more years? Two more years after that. How could you even go back after that? Uh, I, yeah. I don't know. But he said that he felt aggression towards his wife. He wanted you like he wanted to kill her. Um, he got scratched. Uh, you know, people, visitors coming in, uh, heard disembodied voices all the time. Um, pictures rearranging themselves. Uh, his wife, Deborah, actually got hit by a flying lamp is what she said. And uh, it... it they told their story and the whole nation flocked to them with paranormal investigators. And what's weird is that they had like a, they were, they're trying to talk to the spirit, which they found out was Sally. And as they were doing it live on camera, they recorded uh, Tony getting his back scratched, like scratch marks getting occurring. On camera. Live on camera. Do you, do you ever look that stuff on like YouTube? It's, it, there's videos of it. Yeah. It's, it's That's weird. Wild. I don't know but, if it's weird that or staying in the house for two more years. Yeah. <laughs> but but what's weird is so they, they, they finally said enough's enough and they moved out, right? Um a few years later, um Tony goes to bed and he wakes up on the lawn of that house. They're still experiencing, you know, otherworldly happenings going on in their life. Didn't did not change the fact that they moved and um it's just a bunch of weird shit. Could you imagine going to bed and waking up on the lawn of a house where you just wanted to leave and never go back? And not be hungover? <laughs> yeah. See, at that point, at that point, like, if you're going to stay in a house, you got to at least put up cameras or something to, like, get the stuff on video. Well, this is oh. in the early 90s, man. So that's, uh, that's, that's still kind of foreign, true. you know? Yep. And then uh, there's, also, there's also one more guy. Uh, let's see. Les Smith, he's the landlord of the Sally House, so he's the one taking care of everything. He's a non-believer. Uh, after Tony and Deborah moved out, he was pissed because, you know, all the bad publicity and whatnot, and he thought they were just doing it for fraud. Yeah. So uh, one day he called the tenant up, scheduled ahead, said, hey, I need to uh, I need to go by the house and check the meter and uh, report, report it back to the electrical company. So she, she agreed. So he shows up at that time, knocks on the door, no one's home. He's getting all flustered, frustrated, and everything. Knocks on the door again. No one's home. So he waits another five minutes. At about 15 minutes of waiting, he just grabs his own keys and says, you know, I gave her heads notice. I'm going to go in and check this myself. I don't need her. I know exactly where it's at. So he opens up the door and walks into the house. And uh, the chick at the time, she has six kids, supposedly. And uh, as he walks in, there's no sign of kids, like no sign that kids live there. But the house is littered with black candles. The candles have wax burned down the sides, and the wicks are still white from, you know, look like they haven't been burnt. Yeah. He thinks that's weird and whatnot, but he, he kind of, after stopping to observe it, he kind of got back to sense and said, I should probably just get, get in and get out, get what I'm supposed to do, and not snip around. Yeah. So he goes to the basement door, and uh, he opens it up and tries to flip on the light switch. Light switch doesn't work. No light comes on. It's extremely dark down there. It's, it's a basement. Yeah. And uh, he decides he's he's been there enough times that he should be able to uh, find it find it with his phone light. Oh God. So it's a front the you know the light of the flip phone mm-hmm. is what he tried to go off of. So he goes he starts going downstairs. He starts feeling cold a little bit, but he just keeps on going through it, and then uh, keeps on walking, keeps on walking. And uh, he gets to the center point of the basement, kind of imagines where that meter is going to be at. So he starts walking towards it. And as he was walking towards it, gets right to it, the lights flicker once. So he turns around, and as he's turning around, he just he's able to barely see like the impression of what the light had for yeah. a second. So he thought to himself, maybe it's just the bulb, so I'll go tighten the bulb. So he goes to the bulb in the center of the room, tightens it up, and uh, tries it again. On, off, on, off, on, and it finally stays on. And he looks down right beneath him, 
and he realizes what he what he's seeing. It's a cauldron about the size of a dishwasher, all black, in the basement of the house. This is this is his story, supposedly. So, yeah. So next thing he knows, he he notices that uh, he notices the black hole, like the little hole in the wall. So he starts walking towards that to check that out. And he walks, he takes a few steps, and all of a sudden he can't he can't step no more. And he looks down, and he's in the middle of a pentagram, like he's frozen. Oh God! Yeah, the, there's a black pentagram drawn on the floor. So, and as as he looks up at the black hole in inside the concrete wall, hands start poking out. Whoa! <laughs> he starts poking out, and all of a sudden he hears footsteps too upstairs. Pump, pump, pump. The lady's home. And as as the body starts emerging slowly footsteps start walking towards the top of the stairs oh my gosh he finally breaks out of it runs upstairs never looks back never deals with that home ever again so there, there's a bunch of weird random stories about like that so he like ran past the tenant yeah he he plowed past the tenant so was she given like a false story like hey i'm a mother of six when well really she's like a well witch. they said that they, there was like six vials of like floating objects and liquid down in the basement I don't know, like that. That was what the story said. So, so you like think six abortions? I don't know, bro. You think the tenant like knew about the haunted, you know, stories and went there on purpose to like do her weird demon I, shit? Or I see, I don't know because the the fact that you know Tony and Deborah said that something still followed them afterwards and whatnot. I mean, that's that's mm. got to be you know that there's got to be something there to begin with, and the, also. Uh, I listened to several podcasts about this too, and there is no uh, record of a young girl named Sally dying at that house. But all the people that have gone to that house have gotten the same wording of Sally from paranormal investigators. Because they got like those uh, voice boxes, or well, that and uh, and uh, psychics and whatnot, or mediums, I guess. So, it. But the question is, is is it is it is it really a young girl named Sally, or is it something a little bit more sinister pretending to be Sally? Kind of like the Annabelle. Yep. I'm just an innocent little girl. Yeah. But I'm a demon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's Ooh. kind of a kind of a creepy story. Shout out to how you gave the story because I was over here like tripping out. I, you did yeah. a good job. Dude. You know, yeah, it was I, great. I, I pre- you had you, a lot more detail than I did. Man. You know, I, I I did not do well in school too. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> Oh, man. <clears throat> well, I don't know how I follow that up, but uh, I got the Velisca House Axe Murders. Yeah, and this one is, um, this one is an actual, actually documented story. So, like, there, there's facts behind this, right? Um, everything that me and Drizzy said is literally, like, it's just all hearsay and one person telling their side, and then that's it. So, you ready yes. for it? This is a true crime. (laughs) (laughs) And it happened in the early morning of June 10th, 1912. Yep. In Villisca, Iowa. As eight people, six of the Moore family, and two of their friends, the Stillinger sisters, lay asleep. Somebody creeped in the house with an axe that the dad owned and bludgeoned them all to death. And the scary part about it is when I was going into the details or like reading them, they talked about like how like the dad got like the most blunt. Mm -hmm. So it's like whoever supposedly did it, you know, they didn't know. Sometimes they used like plural if they didn't know if it was one or more killers had like something really against them because they like, they used, so on the bludgeon, he actually, the guy who did it or guys who did it used like the, the chopping part, like the ax part yep. to kill the dad and the mom. But then the rest of the children and their two friends that were sleeping over used like the butt end of the ax. Oh shit. And they were kind of saying that, um, the two, it's the Stillinger sisters. One was 12, one was eight, I believe. They, so they were spending the night that night. Yep. 
Well, the way that the oldest one was like laying on the bed, she had a like a, an axe mark to her arm. So they think that the two sisters woke up and, you know, tried to defend themselves. Yeah. Um, and she was also found with her uh, her garment gone. So they don't know if like she was sexually assaulted or the yep. assailant tried. But it just was it was just freaking just, I don't know, disturbing reading, man. You know what I mean? Like, so you have this family. And they're well known in the town. Yep. Um, very nice family, and they had went to like a. Um, they were doing some kind of play at the church that night. Yep. So they're all together. You know, what I mean, just a good going church family. Their two friends come, or you know, two of the sisters come over, and the weird thing was, is they found two cigarette butts in the attic. Yep. So they're kind of thinking whoever did it, you know, that was up there just waiting for him to get home, which that part really kind of got me because he, he sat there and waited. Uh, there's there's yeah. stories that if you go to that house um, and you stay in the master bedroom, which is the master bedroom, I'm pretty sure that walks up to the attic. Yes. Um, so if you stay in that house and you have your back to the attic, you can hear knocking. Oh, gosh. Um, but it, it, it is sad because... Uh, so I hate to I hate to interject, but no, just, please. They uh those those two girls uh they asked their parents right before they stayed over if they could, and the parents were like, yeah, sure, like Ugh. no no issue. So and then uh, twelve and eight, man. Yeah, and and what? Yeah, uh, did do you have how they how they were found? Like the next morning, like what yeah. Happened? So apparently their neighbor, um, mm-hmm. it was a woman. I can't remember her name. She had noticed at like five o'clock in the morning when the sun was coming up. Uh, 5.30 or so, that the kids weren't out there doing, like, their morning chores. You know, because you got to think this is 1912, so probably, like, on a rural area. Everybody Um, knows everybody. Everybody knows everybody. They're doing farm work, and she noticed that, you know, nobody's outside. So she's like, well, that's weird. And she goes and knocks on the door. No answer. So she tries to go in, and it was actually locked from the inside of the house. Yep. And you're thinking, you know, back then as well, you know, not many people lock their doors. Correct. Um. So I think that's when she called the brother-in-law and he came to kind of see what was going on. And that's when he found the, the two sisters Yep. and then called the, the town sheriff. And then that's when they, you know, went through the house and found everybody else. It's a, it's a really tragic story. And the Super fact tragic. that, the fact that someone can, that's, that's my biggest thing. If you could do that to a kid, like mm. you don't, you when don't, they chose to use like not the, just the blunt. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So in, in my mind, okay, if you're going to use an axe, the quicker kill is, you know, with the actual head itself. The head itself. Right. So the fact that for the children, they use the blunt end of the axe, I mean, that's sinister. And the fact that, okay, so like there's been times where, you know, any everybody can kind of relate to this. You know, if you're going to do something wrong, let's say you're going to, you know, take some cigarettes as a kid or whatever, right? Yeah. There's something inside you. You know you're about to do something wrong. So when you're in the addict, whoever this person was or persons, and you're smoking cigarettes and you're thinking about what you're going to do, at not one point you're like, hey, what the fuck am I about to do? But like, yeah. some, some people are just like born they, they, psychopaths. Like, and they don't have that. They don't, yeah, they don't have that. Like something in their brain is not wired. That's crazy. It's almost like they don't like, you know, kind of go into like the spiritual talk. Like I feel like the soul talks to you, right? Yeah. So the fact that their soul was not talking to them, like that's. It's, 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 it's fucked up for sure. And. People like that, I like. I, I strongly believe that like there, there's no spot on this earth for people like that. No, man. not at all. So. Especially, I mean, even when you go to prison, you know that's one thing that a lot of the prisoners all agree on. You don't fuck with children, yep. and you don't fuck with raping women. Yep. You know, like there's no place for that shit. Period. Yep. So it's just people like that. It I just gets my goat. But we're uh, we're an hour in. Already. Yeah. Wow. Has it really been an hour? Yeah. So. I was going to add one little detail that I did read that I don't know if it's true or not, but when they were doing their investigation, they found like half eaten food at the table. Could you? So, are you so, serious? Yeah. Imagine so, murdering a family then having cake afterwards. That, well, but, well and the thing too is though, like they didn't find no footsteps, mm-mm. like no, no bloody feet, footprints and all the doors were locked. Everything was locked. 
So, <laughs> so I mean, it was planned out, obviously. How did he get out? Well, I get, I get, maybe he had the key. And well, there, there was so there was this traveling preacher at the time uh, that came into the town. His name was George Kelly, and he actually admitted to the murders. But he was kind of like you know a little crazy and out there, so yeah. they kind of dismissed it. He was actually tried twice. The first one had a hung juror, and then the second they just acquitted him. Um, and then there was a second guy that they thought may have done it, and his name was William Mansfield. And the weird thing about him is two years after this occurred, he actually got in trouble for murdering his wife and infant child with her parents um, with an axe. You, you mean like her parents took part in it? No, no, or, like he, uh, he uh, killed, uh, killed his, yeah, okay. killed the parents okay. as well. Um, and the crazy thing was, is two years before the the Iowa incident, uh, two people were murdered in Paola, Kansas, that they thought this William Mansfield guy had did it. Really? Uh, and, and all these patterns, they kind of fell along like the a train. Yep. Like the railroad. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... I don't know. There were some mysterious murders down in Louisiana as well with the axe. You know, it could be multiple, or this guy could have just you know, been hopping trains and doing it, doing just fucking up, just fucking a up sicko. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy, but the whole the half-eaten food, you know, and it, we don't know if maybe somebody in the middle of the night ate it. Yeah, but or if it was them, but I don't know. Still, I mean, God, you, no, no fucking conscience whatsoever to do that. No, nah, man. No, I can't even fathom it so man that really brought the mood down i guess we should start <laughs> with that then it got to the dog i know right <laughs> so <laughs> it's okay buddy i know i didn't mean to scare you yeah it's okay so let's go ahead and uh let's do our outro what do you think anything you want to plug before we go um just keep watching turtles red room this is episode two many more to come um we're having fun we're vibing yep you know, we're we're starting to see how how it goes and what we like, and it just gets better from here. Yep. Make, biggest thing is make sure you like and share this video on the Turtle Experiences page. Um, it actually helps push it out to other people, and make sure you share too. It only takes a second of your time. If you like the content, share. Make sure you like and follow my page as well, and uh, hit that bell icon up there so that you can actually uh, – you know whenever I'm posting stuff. Because this is on YouTube as well, right? It, it or, will be on YouTube. I haven't I haven't fully sent it yet on YouTube. For sure. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a few, probably two more episodes in and then I'll start putting on YouTube, especially the snippets. Yeah. And uh we'll go from there. So Facebook share people. Yeah. That's Big, it's it's free. Yeah. You just click. It don't it don't take much. It don't take much at no. all. Little effort. What about you, Drizzy? I failed to mention it last time. I'll do a little shameless plug. Uh, go check out the Comical Kingpins uh, on YouTube. A buddy of mine. Uh, play games, fuck around. Just like to have a good time. So heck yeah, go shout check out, it out to them. Yep, they uh, they actually have a they actually have a porn page on for Minecraft. Yes, yes, dude. You can. <laughs> oh yeah. So just check out my OnlyFans, and uh, you yeah. might like the dog we got. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the dog might make an appearance. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. So, anyways, with that, episode two, season one is adjourned. What do you guys say? I'm happy. Let's go out with a bang.